Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 15th of July. India recorded 41,806 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, which pushes the tally of infections to over 3.9 crore. The caseload was 7.7% higher than yesterday's count. India's death toll rose to 4,11,989 as 581 people lost their lives to the virus since yesterday. These figures, however, are widely presumed to be undercounts. As per reports, only 8.1% of the total population in India has been fully vaccinated and 30.87% has been partially vaccinated. Congress leader P. Chidambaram had said on Tuesday that the government's promise of vaccinating all adults by December end was an empty boast and a false promise. He added that in order to achieve the set target, 80 lakh people would have to be vaccinated every day. Yesterday, the Union Health Ministry expressed concern about the slow pace of vaccination by private inoculation centers in some states. It advised the states to review the progress of vaccine procurement by private centers on a daily basis. Yesterday, only about 34 lakh vaccines had been administered. In international COVID news, more than 5,000 anti-vaccine protesters rallied in Athens on Wednesday to oppose Greece's coronavirus vaccination program. The protesters shouted, "Take your vaccines and get out of here." and called on Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis to resign. The protest was the biggest show of opposition to the inoculation drive in Greece so far. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 188.3 million people and killed over 4.05 million, according to Johns Hopkins University. Prime Minister Narendra Modi praised the Uttar Pradesh government today for successfully handling the second wave of the coronavirus pandemic. Calling the way in which the state stopped the second wave unprecedented, he said that the mutated and dangerous form of the coronavirus had attacked with all its might. However, the entirety of UP had faced the problem with its full ability. This happened a day after the Supreme Court issued a notice to the Adityanath government for allowing the Kanwar Yatra to continue. Modi went on to laud the state for conducting the maximum vaccinations in the country and said its management of the pandemic was worthy of praise. While the prime minister of the country may have conveniently forgotten about the horrors that the second wave of the pandemic brought, especially in Uttar Pradesh, we have not. Our reporters Ayush Tiwari, Basant Kumar, Akansha Kumar and Shivangi Saxena had travelled across rural UP during the second wave of the pandemic and captured the ground reality of the state's healthcare crisis. There are video reports as well as text pieces that show without a shred of doubt how in many cases people felt that the state government had left them to die. When you read the reports under the tag UP COVID crisis on our website you will see that there is nothing praiseworthy about the Adityanath government's management of the second wave so head over to our website and refresh your memory dear listener this is how political leaders alter realities to suit their political agendas this strikes at the foundation of our democracy you cannot shy away from the discomfort that this brings you need to confront it and not let it slip away think about it If it wasn't for journalists, news laundry included, 
who risked their lives in a pandemic and went to the ground to report on what they found. You would not know otherwise. You would not have the arsenal to form an informed opinion. Without independent media that is uninfluenced by corporations or governments, your reality would be dictated by those in power. So recognize the urgency of our times and support us. We've got your back and it would be great if you could have ours as well. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Do your bit to keep news free. Today, the Supreme Court said that India's sedition law was colonial and asked whether it was still necessary to use it 75 years after independence. Live Law reported. The comments were made by a bench comprising Chief Justice N. V. Ramana and Justices A. S. Bopana and Rishikesh Roy. They were hearing a new petition filed by a retired army general challenging the constitutional validity of Section 124A, Sedition, of the Indian Penal Code. The Chief Justice said, and I quote, This dispute about law is concerned. It's colonial law. It was meant to suppress the freedom movement. The same law was used by British to silence Mahatma Gandhi, Bal Gangadhar Tilak, etc. End quote. He added that the continuation of these laws after independence was unfortunate. Additionally, the Chief Justice raised questions about the misuse of the sedition law, saying there was no accountability of the executive. The court said it will examine the constitutional validity of Section 124A and issued a notice to the centre in the case. It also tagged the new petition with the previous one filed by the Editors Guild of India. According to Twitter's transparency report for July 2020 to December 2020, India made the most requests to the social media company seeking information about accounts. The report added that India also topped the list of requests for seeking to remove content from accounts of verified journalists and media outlets with 128 requests. It was followed by Turkey with 108 requests and Pakistan with 52. The report read, and I quote, India submitted the most government information requests during this reporting period, accounting for 25% of the global volume and 15% of the global accounts. The second highest volume of requests originated from the United States, comprising 22% of global information requests and 60% of the global accounts specified, end quote. According to Scroll, the report said that Twitter received 1,096 or 46% more routine requests from India as compared to the January 2020 to July 2020 period. Routine requests are legal notices from the government that the social media company must adhere to and submit information about the account concerned. Twitter and India have been in a standoff regarding the new IT rules. India has repeatedly criticized Twitter for not complying with the new regulations. The government told the Delhi High Court on July 5th that Twitter had lost its safe harbor immunity because of that. This means that Twitter will be stripped of the protection social media websites have against legal proceedings for unlawful content posted by users if the court accepts the center's submission. A local court in Delhi has imposed a cost of 25,000 rupees on the Delhi police for the police's careless investigation into a complaint filed by a man named Muhammad Nasir, a resident of North Gonda in Delhi. In his complaint filed on March 19, 2020, Nasir had said that he was shot at during the violence in northeast Delhi due to which he suffered gunshot injury in his left eye. 
After a trial court directed the registration of an FIR in October 2020, the Delhi police filed an appeal saying that an FIR already stood registered with regard to the incident of rioting. In the FIR, it was mentioned that Nasser and six more persons had suffered gunshot injuries on the said date. The police had told the court that no evidence was found against the persons named by Nasser and that two of them were not even present in Delhi at the time. The court today told the police that their probe into the complaint had been callous and farcical and dismissed the appeal. According to the Hindu, the fine was imposed on Bhajantpura police station's SHO and his supervising officers. In the order, ASJ Yadav said, and I quote, The mandate of the constitution bench in case of Lalita Kumari has clearly been overlooked in this case, and it is clearly evident that defence for the accused persons named in the complaint of respondent has been sought to be created by the police. Even no investigation has apparently been conducted against the name accused. End quote. The judge further noted that the police did not bother to look into the grievance of the respondent and that he was being constantly threatened by the accused persons. The court directed the DCP Northeast to deposit the fine with the Delhi Legal Services Authority within a week. It also said that the fine amount should be recovered from the station house officer of Bhajanpura Police Station and his supervising officers, who have miserably failed in their statutory duties in this case. You can read News Laundry's coverage of the Northeast Delhi riots that our reporters Ayush Tiwari and Basant Kumar had done as part of an NL Sena series. The project was called Investigating the Delhi Riots. NL Sena projects are funded entirely by our readers. We have another NL Sena project that is live, which is called Plunder of the Ravalis. The aim of the project is to dig deeper into this gross instance of environmental exploitation. Governments and private players have treated this priceless natural resource as a piece of real estate to be exploited, and through the project, we want to find out who exactly is responsible and hold them accountable. So do consider contributing to the project. Reuters reported that according to local news sources in South Africa, the Defence Minister of the country plans to deploy up to 25,000 soldiers in two provinces where security forces are struggling to quell days of looting, arson and violence. The provinces include KwaZulu-Natal and Gauteng. The unrest was triggered by the jailing of former President Jacob Zuma last week after he failed to appear at a corruption inquiry. More than 70 people have been killed in the unrest, the worst in South Africa for years and hundreds of businesses wrecked. Food and fuel supplies are reportedly running short as well. However, there are signs of a public backlash to the unrest as well. On Wednesday, residents in some areas turned suspected looters into the police, blocked entrances to the malls, and in some cases armed themselves as vigilantes to form roadblocks or scare them away. Reuters TV footage showed citizens armed with guns, many from South Africa's white minority, blocking off streets to prevent further plundering in Durban. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these trying times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.